Classic Rock Files on 94.3 The Drive. Winnipeg's Classic Rock. Kelly Parker with 94.3 The Drive. Music director, Mike Young. Hi, Kelly. Okay, so Bob Rock, Uber producer, Aerosmith, ACDC, Metallica, one of the best ever. Every once in a while, Bob Rock goes, out of character for him. He admits that he initially, quote, didn't get Metallica's 1991 classic Enter Sandman, which I point out, everybody else did. Yeah, of course, Bob Rock was the man responsible for the production on that entire record, really bringing that mainstream radio sound to Metallica. He also produced the follow-up records Load and Reload and uh, co-produced and played bass on St. Anger, an album we'll all hope to forget. And was a big part in keeping the band together. Yes. At that time. The result of that, keeping the band together, made fans wish that they maybe had broken up. (laughs) Yeah, so we can forgive him for not getting Enter Sandman at the time. This song ended up as the lead single off of that self-titled record, and Bob Rock did not envision it being that first single. He didn't even hear it as a single at all. Which is amazing. Now, he was listening maybe to an earlier version of it, right? Yes. As he, as he, he explains here, because the final version is unbelievable. He admits that the, uh, the lyrics weren't fully in the song yet. So he said he remembers Lars saying, well, Sandman is the single. And he said, what? To me, it was like, I didn't get it yet because all the lyrics weren't there. He was thinking, and this really doubles down on the stupidity, holier than thou, because that energy of that song was up-tempo, and that kind of works for me. And he said, what do I know? It ended up being Sandman, which was obviously a good choice. Yeah. And you don't know, he says the lyrics weren't there, but to me, and again, what do I know? But, I mean, as soon as you hear that, like, just that riff alone. Yeah, it grabs your attention. Unbelievable hook. And again, I go back to St. Anger, which is further evidence that maybe Bob Rock's ears are just effed, because <laughs> you you let that album out into the world, sounding like it was produced inside of a tin can and Metallica songs featuring no guitar solos. That was a great idea. Great job, guys. <laughs> well, it goes to show, even the best of them, and Bob Rock is one of the best of them, a little out to lunch once in a while. You know what else? My lifestyle is also my death style, so there's well, that. Yeah, that's good to point out, yeah. He also remembered his time making Metallica albums, did Bob Rock. He said uh, some of the recording process challenging after the Black album he produced, of course, Load and Reload, as you mentioned. He said, it's a huge part of my life. I spent 50 years with those guys i couldn't have worked with a better band it was difficult but when you're in a place that's not comfortable you do your best work clearly it's some of my best work okay let's go from worldwide to local and a local aussie cover band called osborne o-z-b-o-u-r-n-e and we've seen these guys perform they're very good yeah for a aussie black sabbath tribute act they do everything you want an aussie black sabbath tribute band to do they play the songs play them well and uh the lead singer does a remarkable job of sounding like aussie so if you've never seen them and you see that name out on some posters around town make an effort to go check them out because they are doing a good job uh, representing Ozzy Osbourne and Black Sabbath uh, in their heyday. Yeah, and they've just got a new song out that they sent over to us. We wanted to give them a little bit of local love called Babylon. Yeah, this is an original song, so not uh, they're not just sticking to the covers. They're going to venture out and try and do some original stuff, and uh, as you'll tell by the vocals, this could be, you know, somewhere in some distant dimension, an Ozzy Osbourne song.
Osborne, local Aussie and Black Sabbath tribute band. Watch for them. Check them out. We saw them at Nashville's. Good show. Excellent. This kind of came out of nowhere here. Chrissy Hind and the Pretenders. They're not reunited because they never broke up or anything like that, but they are back. They've returned. They've announced a new album, and uh, they've unveiled a pretty sweet new single of their own. Yeah, a lot of people would say it's maybe not the best PR to be, uh, you know, releasing stuff now in the current climate when everyone's mind is locked into uh, a coronavirus and the constant barrage of updates we're getting from around the world. But Pretenders said, screw that. We got new music. We're excited about it. And they uh, debuted the follow-up to 2016's album Alone with their 11th record, Hate for Sale. And the first single is called The Buzz. Of your man and his Yeah, that's definitely Chrissy Hine and the Pretenders. It definitely is, and Chrissy Hine's voice still sounds as good as the first day she sung a note. And it sounds like there's almost no processing on that, if any at all. I mean, it's literally as pure as it's ever been. Yeah, and she wrote this song uh, and every song on the new album with former Ray Davis Pogues guitarist James Walborn, who's been in the band since 2008, and he wasn't born when the Pretenders were first formed. So, you know, uh, getting some youth into her writing processes, and uh, we'll see how this all turns out. Pretenders were in for an interesting summer as it was before COVID-19 kind of hit the the stage because they were set to tour North America with Journey. Right. we all know the ups and downs in the journey camp right now. So who knew if that tour was even going to take place, mm-hmm. um, let alone have the pretenders be a part of it. So interesting to see if this uh, thing ends up shaking down, but they've obviously got a new record they want to promote. And that comes out on May the 1st. It's called hate for sale. I would argue that it's not a bad idea to put this out in the current climate. I would suggest it's a genius idea and also suggest subliminally even that life goes on and that this thing will come to an end real Jeff Goldblum moment right right here. Life will find a way. (laughs) I like it. And I just love the fact that it's still that same guitar sound that she's always had, that jangly Rickenbacker guitar sound, very similar to Tom Petty. They're both so distinctive, and it sounds great to have it on that single. It certainly does. Uh, Looking forward to the album. I still remember the time I heard the very first single they ever released. Obviously, I wasn't born yet. However, uh, still one of my favorites, Stop Your Sobbing. I think it still stands as my favorite Pretender song. This one doesn't beat it, but Stop Your Sobbing. started off so great, and they had so many great songs along the way. So fun that they're still around. And finally, this is something that has just sort of been starting up this week, and more and more artists are getting on board, and that is home concerts online, or at least little home performances. Could be one song, could be two songs, could be some noodling. A lot of them are doing it, and a lot of them are just coming on board as well, more and more each day. Yeah, Burton Cummings did one last night. Uh, You can check that out on our Facebook page. Said, you can't go out, so... Why not? Played three songs for the people, and uh, I enjoyed it. always enjoy listening to Bert. Well, he's a noted Nighthawk, and he did this about midnight last night, I think, depending on which of his homes uh, he was in. It's remarkable. I've posted one up on the uh, Facebook page. I just shared it from his page. He's got a couple of performances on his page. He's a good follow as well, lots of great stories. But his voice is just absolutely remarkable. It's just him in, I think it's his study, which has got good acoustics, and his voice is just absolutely bang on still. Speaking of... 
voices and the opposite of bang on. Uh, yesterday, Neil Young announced <laughs> that he'll be doing. But that's his brand. Oh, I know. I give him a hard time, but uh, you know, I appreciate Neil. I thought you were going to a Vince Neil there for no, a second. No, he hasn't jumped on board with us. Still getting no. ready mentally and physically for the big tour this summer. We've got enough problems. We don't need Vince Neil online in a non-professional situation yodeling away. Um, so Neil yesterday on his archives website said he was going to be starting a new series called the Fireside Sessions. He said, because we're all at home, not venturing out, we'll try to do a stream from my fireplace with my lovely wife filming. It'll be a down-home production, a few songs, a little time together. His wife, of course, is Daryl Hannah, and I have to assume because Neil said it that his wife was filming yesterday when they launched Fireside Sessions as part of the digital campaign rally in support of Bernie Sanders. The filming is all over the place. <laughs> Daryl Hannah's got to learn how to hold that camera straight or get a tripod. Step one here, Neil. She's doing her best. She hasn't even got legs. Is this, she just got it, the fish bottom half. That's, it, that's tough. Well, then you should be used to sitting in one place still so you don't get spotted and roped into a net by some rogue fisherman. That's just... <laughs> That's, by the way, the name of my uh, university band, the Rogue Fishermen. We used to do a lot of Celtic stuff. That's pretty good. Glorious Sons, they're doing stuff. They were supposed to play Winnipeg uh, later on this week. Billy Joel, the guy from uh, Death Cab for Cutie. Yeah, Ben Gibbard, tonight at 6, is starting a series he's going to do nightly, every single day on YouTube and Facebook, called Live From Home. Yeah. His home studio, and he said he might have some digital guests. I don't really know what that means, though. Daryl Hall doing nothing, oddly enough, which is strange. What about Oates? Oates, I don't know. I didn't check in with Oates. But Daryl Hall has been doing live concerts from his house, live from Daryl's house. They've call been called for years. And now he's going, well, come on now. They're that was my thing. They're stealing his brand. <laughs> exactly. That's unfortunate. That's what we've got. And it actually works both ways because we want to hear music performed live. Uh, we want to have these communal experiences of all listening to these things together online, which we can do. But also the performers, they need to perform. And they need to perform for people, even if it's only for a camera lens. Yeah, it's all about bringing people together, whether they're all in different houses around the world, coming together on a stream in a chat room, enjoy something together. Uh, that's obviously, uh, you know, as the illness count keeps climbing due to COVID-19, uh, the best we can all do as humans is come together and, uh, you know, be one people. This is going to bring people together. And John Legend, who's doing this as well, is he said that he hasn't felt like we were all together like this since 9-11. And he's really feeling a uniting of peoples. I hope across the world. We've seen those videos out of Italy with the people singing on the balconies as yeah. they're quarantined in their homes. So like you said earlier, life finds a way. It's unfortunate what's happening, but I'm so glad that artists are taking it upon themselves to try and bring people together in their own little ways. Speaking of that, I wanted to mention this. It's not even music related, but there's a Reddit user called Canada, which is Canada with an H on the end, Canada, who had a fantastic idea here in Winnipeg. And he suggested because Winnipeggers and Manitobans are so famous for coming together in these kind of situations, but we physically can't can't come together under this situation that we turn on if you have colored Christmas lights still up on the house turn those on as a gesture of solidarity that Winnipeggers are hanging together just a little bit of a nod to each other and if you don't have colored Christmas lights up your porch light or a yard light put a colored bulb in that everybody flip those things on a little signal to each other that we're all together in this even though we can't be physically together you know I like this guy's attitude but I have a feeling he's trying to make use of the fact that he was lazy and didn't take down his Christmas lights because it's the middle of March
You know what? I fully support that as well. Genius. Keeping them up all year? You're a keep them up all year no, kind of no, guy? No, no, I'm not a keep them up all year guy. I don't even do them. But, but you're uh, supporting his repurposing. I love the repurposing. It's a genius move. It's a little twist. It's a swirl, if you like. I, You know, I like that. I accept what he's doing. And uh, if you if you got the lights, join in. Cause, because why not? It ain't Christmas, but hey, let's let's get together. And then if anybody's been giving you a hard time about leaving your lights up, you can say, look. Oh, what? You're in favor of coronavirus? Yeah. Who's the smart one now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It works on a lot of levels. Yeah, this is good. That is the classic. Excellent job, Canada. That is the classic Rock Files, 94.3 The Drive music director, Mike Young. Thank you. Thank you.